Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or Happy Kwanzaa for all 12 of you who celebrate that holiday that white people try to pretend is irrelevant because it helps us make us not feel racist like we've just going to forget about the fact that we enslaved black people for a really long time. Sorry I don't have festive jingle bells in the background. Those cost money and this show doesn't make any. So, you know, if you want to sponsor the show, you can do that. But you know what? All right, fine. Here we go. Better intro. Um, (laughs) This week, we are going to talk about the story of Carl Tanzler, which is just weird. It's a weird story. Let's, you know what? Let's start the show. It's our weird world. Our weird world. Welcome to Our Weird World. I'm your host, John Henson. And uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever phrase offends you the least out of that. It's just, I'm not going to get on a soapbox on this, but gosh, that's the dumbest argument ever. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> today's episode, uh, you know what is weird? I've already kind of expressed that sentiment. Uh, there's not a lot of context for it, so let's just jump into it. Karl Tanzler, also known as Count Karl von Kossel, was born in Germany and traveled throughout Europe as a child because, you know, he was in a wealthy family. Uh, During his travels, he was often visited in his dreams by a dead ancestor uh, who he identified as Countess Anna Constantia von Kossel. And Countess Anna actually revealed the face of his true love, which was an exotic looking dark haired girl. But he never was able to figure out where she was or what her name was or anything like that. Uh, Tanzler grew up and went on to fight in World War I for the Germans, and then after the war, he immigrated to the United States and settled in Zephyr Hills, Florida with his sister. Um, Zephyr Hills, uh, if you know anything about uh, regional bottled water, uh, is where, you know, the southeast gets its bottled water from. Um, I think, you know, North Carolina, where I'm from, uh, gets uh, Deer Park water but florida uh instead of deer park they have zephyr hills so you know fun bottled water trivia anyway um shortly after his wife and his two daughters arrived to live with him uh tanzler actually then turned around and left his family to take a job as a radiologic technologist at the u.s marine hospital in key west um he didn't divorce them or anything it's just you know they were living in zephyr hills and you know which i if i'm not mistaken is around tampa or in that you know central florida area and then you know tanzler just took this job uh, as a technologist down in key west um on april 22nd 1930 a cuban-american woman brought her daughter maria elena milagro de hoyos uh known locally as helen because i sure why not uh, it brought her into the hospital for an exam and when tanzler saw her he immediately recognized the girl as the exotic lady from his dreams as a child because i mean obviously why else would i have thrown that detail in there uh unfortunately for tanzler helen was already legally married to Luis mesa even though uh Luis had left her and moved to miami after helen had had a miscarriage um for that for the couple's first child which is kind of sad 
Um, to make things worse for everyone, Helen was diagnosed with tuberculosis, which at the time was a highly fatal condition. But Tansler, still believing that Helen was the literal girl of his dreams, did everything he could to treat her condition and nurse her back to health, including electrotherapy, giving her all kinds of medicines, and shooting her full of x-rays, which, you know, probably made things actually a lot worse. Um, he even gave her jewelry and clothing because he knew that giving girls things makes them feel better. Um, totally 100%. Not even going to question him on that. Um, although he constantly then professed his love for her, which was probably really creepy, Helen never felt the same way and then died over a year later from tuberculosis in her parents' home. Um, despite that constant rejection, Tanzler paid for Helen's funeral, and he even constructed an above-ground mausoleum in the Key West Cemetery so he could visit her every night. Um, and for the next two years, that's exactly what he did. He went to the cemetery and spent time at Helen's grave. And according to Carl, Helen's spirit often visited him, visited him at the gravesite so that Carl could sing her favorite Spanish song, which, uh, strangely enough was Ricky Martin's 1999 hit live in La Vida Loca. And that's a joke on like a couple of levels. All right. First of all, like, when was the last time you thought about Ricky Martin and live in La Vida Loca? But then also, you know, La Vida Loca translates, I do believe, to the crazy life. And Tar Carl Tanzler is crazy at this point. All right. I know I've explained the joke now so that it's not even funny, but that actually just makes it funnier for me. All right. Anyway, it's my show. Get over it. Um, instead, the reality is like probably way worse. Um, Two years after Helen's death, Carl sneaked into the cemetery one night, exhumed Helen's body from the mausoleum, put it in a toy wagon, and took her back to his house. And once Carl got the body home, he reattached her bones with wire and coat hangers, he put glass eyes in her sockets, and he replaced her decomposing skin with silk cloth soaked in wax and plaster of Paris. It's insane, but he's not done. When the rest of Helen's hair fell out, Carl placed a wig made of her original hair that her mother had collected for him, which I, what is going on there? Like moms, if your daughter is constantly rejecting a guy and then your daughter dies, don't give him your her hair. That's gross and weird. Who's doing that? Like, is that a cultural thing? I don't think it's a cultural thing. Anyway, I'm going off the rails. Um, to make sure that Helen kept her original figure, Carl then stuffed her with rags and dressed her in stockings, jewelry, and gloves. And with the outer aesthetics complete, Carl, <laughs> I'm not lying here, Carl then shoved a paper tube inside her so that he could make love to her. <laughs> oh, you Germans. You Germans are so weird. Uh, and... Like, I don't know what's worse. Like, the fact that he, you know, kind of manufactured a, a sex doll out of this dead corpse or the fact that he kept Helen's body in his bed for, I kid you not, seven years. Gross, man. Seven years. Seven years. There was a dead body in this dude's bed. Uh, finally, rumors began to circulate that Carl was actually sleeping with a corpse, probably because... He was walking around town with his crotch smelling like roadkill. And Helen's sister eventually found, heard the rumors and confronted Carl at his home, um, barged inside, went to his bedroom, and much to her likely horror, found her sister's body, which at this point was really just a mannequin wearing all her old stuff, in his bed. 
And I mean, like, ugh, that's, ugh, that's gross. Um, when word really got out about Carl's corpse romance, people were actually generally sympathetic toward him, calling him a, an eccentric romantic, because honestly, why would anyone in the keys find this behavior odd in any way? Like people who live in the keys are a weird group of people. Not going to lie. We'll have, uh, you know, a, another story, you know, about the keys later on. But I mean, Robert the doll, um, you know, you know, Eugene Otto and, you know, the, the where Robert lives was happened in Key West. So this does not surprise me in the least. Um, char, uh, charges against Carl. Tansler were eventually dropped because the statute of limitations for necrophilia had expired, which I didn't think was even possible. Like, how do you, you know, there's, there's some, there's some double entendre there. You know, how do necrophilia charges expire when one of the victims has already expired? But dumb tiss. Hey, here we go. Full of bad jokes in this one. Sorry. Um, Helen's corpse was eventually returned to the Key West Cemetery and placed in an unmarked grave to prevent anyone, especially Carl, from going back. From going back. Uh, Carl eventually did move back to Zephyr Hills, where uh, his now ex-wife supported him in his final years. Um, as Carl, one you know, one last little parting gift, I guess. As Carl left the Keys in a van with all of his belongings, an explosion rang out in the Key West Cemetery. And when residents arrived to investigate the blast, they found the front section of Helen's original mausoleum torn away. Uh, police investigated the incident and quickly surmised that Carl had rigged the mausoleum with dynamite as a final parting gift to the Keys, but without any tangible evidence to convict him and probably not wanting to keep this creepy necrophiliac around, authorities just kind of left the case unsolved and just kind of let it go. Um Back in Zephyr Hills, despite being physically separated from his true love, uh, Carl went on to create a life-size effigy of Helen and used a death mask he had made of Helen's face shortly after her original death, which, so weird, but also kind of romantic in a way if you're into that kind of dark stuff. I don't know. Uh, Carl eventually died in 1952, uh, with some accounts actually saying his body was discovered with the effigy in his arms. Aww. <laughs> but, you know, others say that he died behind one of his organs, not like his bodily organs, but like a piano organ. Um, and, you, and I mean, look, why do you need more than one organ in your house? That's also strange. But, you know, coming from Carl, it's probably the least strange thing about him. And that is the end of his story. So there we go. Uh, the story of Carl Tanzler. That one's always fun. I, that's just, that's one of the more adorable figures from human history that often gets forgotten. But let's, uh, let's see what we learned today from all of this. What did we learn? Number one. Uh, regardless of what kind of dreams you have, if you go up to someone multiple times and profess your love for them and they reject you, it's not your soulmate. All right. So just let it go. Uh, number two, do not exhume 
corpses of people that you love. Um, you know, harking back to the Ed Gein episode, uh, don't do it, period. Whether you love them or not, it's gross and probably unsanitary, right? Uh, number three, definitely, above all else, don't have sex with a corpse. That's weird and gross. Next week on Our Weird World, we wrap up 2020 with uh, uh, another strange story, the Dole Air Race. Um, I know that doesn't mean anything to you right now, but it's basically a, a race with airplanes and it did not go well. And so you'll learn all about that next week. As always, thank you for listening. Keep telling your friends until everyone has told a friend. And, uh, you know, keep it weird, but not not like Carl Tanzler. Weird. Don't don't go that far.